Hello and welcome to the Goat Life Podcast, the premier podcast from the folks at JB Racing Goats. In this podcast, we talk about the everyday challenges that come with raising breeding goats, as well as the fun we have while doing it. To find out more about JB Racing Goats, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or on the web at jbracinggoats.com. Just one small disclaimer, the information on this podcast is not meant to replace the advice of trained professionals. Be sure to consult your local veterinarian for any medical advice. Now enjoy the show. Okay, well, welcome to another episode of The Goat Life. I am J.B. Bertoft. I'm Chloe. And um, we're going to talk today about training. Training dogs and training goats. Um, I don't know, what else is going on these days, Chloe? Anything else you want to talk about other than those two things? Mm, Not really. Uh, no, not about school starting soon, end of your life, all those type of things. I don't want to talk about school ending. Well, not school ending, school starting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, it's going to happen whether you talk about it or not. No. So we won't talk about training children. We'll just talk about training animals. Um, all right, so I thought we would talk about kind of the two opposite ends of the spectrum. Like when you try to train a goat, and then you try to train a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, first of all, trying to train a goat, what, what, what do we mean? Because goats basically do whatever they want to do. <laughs> well, right? like, you know, train them for shows, um, train them to walk on the halter and the chain. That's right. Like, there's uh, circumstances when you want the goats to act in specific ways. And for us, that's like in the show. Yeah. So um, part of it is about you learning how to do it, but then it's just like repetition with the goats, right? Yeah. Why don't you give us a breakdown? Tell us like, um, let's let's start with um, a halter. How do you train a goat to walk on a halter? Um. Like, the first thing I usually do is I kind of just put it on them, and I try to make them, like, keep them calm and stuff. Sometimes I, like, just, um, you know, lower them around with a treat or something. But I try to keep the first part pretty short because they're usually, like, rolling around on the ground and stuff (laughs) the first time you put that on them. (laughs) Yes, it's quite entertaining the first time you see a goat, you put a holder on them, and it's like they think they're going to die. <laughs> just lay on the ground and yell at the top of their, their lungs. Um, yeah, so you get them used to it first, right? And then yeah. ease them into it, walk them yeah. around. Um, what about a chain? What do you, what, why do we use chains? Um, well, for showing, obviously, for showing, yeah. but um, you, you really can't brace a goat with a halter, really, so you can brace a goat with a chain. Um, you also do, I think it's kind of easier to control them on the chain, I feel like. But I don't know really why we use chains. And for those of you who aren't um, familiar with the way that we show goats, is whenever we say chain, it's not like a chain like you chain up a dog. It's, it's like a chain that you put around their neck. It's almost like a collar more yeah. than anything. 
and it has a handle on it so that the kids can guide the goats by them. And yeah. so a goat who has not been on a chain before, um, they're, they're not going to really get the idea that you're trying to no. move them. No. That's, they're also really crazy whenever you yeah. put the chain on. Yeah. And you want them to be a little crazy, right? Yeah, you don't want them to be too comfortable with it. Otherwise, like, it's hard to brace them. They don't really push up to you or anything. Yeah, they have to be, you want them to be a a little uncomfortable in that scenario. So they're nice and tight and they, they're, you know, because whenever goats are too comfortable, they just sit there, they walk (laughs) around, they hang out, they do whatever they want to do. Yeah. So the, we train them on halters and chains and then I think the the hardest part is probably bracing. Can you explain to us what bracing means? Um well if you've ever seen like dog shows you've probably seen people do this. Um it's kind of hard to explain. It's kind of like you get the goat to um push into your leg um you know to show off their muscle all that to the judge. Um, yeah. I don't really know how to explain it, though. No, that's that's good. I guess we, we want to get them in the perfect position, right? Yeah. To to show off the very best qualities. And so the, the kids brace them to get them in that position. So you're kind of pushing up against them with your body. They're pushing up against you. Yeah, pulling their head back. Yeah, so that they get in. You kind of... Teach them how to not walk backwards. Yeah, which is a very hard habit to break with some goats. I've heard you have a trick for getting goats to not walk backwards. <laughs> Something that has to do with the picnic table? Yes. That's true? Well, I don't... It was just one goat I did it on. It's not really something I think I'd have to do with all of them. But if you kind of, like, scare them a bit, make them feel, um, like, really scared about walking backwards, if you you know, brace them on the edge of the picnic table. <laughs> Once they fall off, it really scares them and they don't want to walk backwards they after that. Walk backwards. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. one way to do it. Yeah, we've had uh, people to tell us, do it on a bench, do it on a table, mm-hmm. do it next to a bucket of water. As long as, if they don't, they, they can't see behind them, so if they don't know yeah. what's behind them, you don't want them comfortable walking into the unknown. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, there's other circumstances where we, I guess we train goats. We, we want to train them to come out of the barn in the morning. Yeah. And go in at night. And um, that's pretty tough because basically we're not really training them. We're just luring them with food, <laughs> right? They get used yeah. to where their food is. Yeah. And so we have to follow the same patterns all the time. And then they just kind of fall into a habit. That's... Yeah. Pretty much the best you can get from a goat. <laughs> now, in the contrast, we also have a wonderful dog who yeah. lives with the goats. And tell us about Xander. Um, he's a great Pyrenees. So when he's old enough, he's still a puppy. Um, he's going to be the protector. So he's going to guard them from coyotes and stuff. So yeah, he's just going to be like hanging out with them. How old is he now? Um, he's six months old. So. Six months old, yeah. We've got a ways to go, but... Yes. Now, I watch you and your mother training 
your dog all the time. So yeah. how do you train a dog in contrast to training a goat? <laughs> well, there's a lot of different things that you do with dogs, but we do um, positive reinforcement training. So basically when he um, does something that we like, um, we reinforce it with something positive like a treat. And I guess we kind of do the same with goats. Sometimes um, if the goats are doing a good job, sometimes we'll give them some oak leaves or something. That makes them um, more willing to work. We yeah. reward them. So the, guy, the, the, the dogs are more um, positive reinforcement, yeah. right? So what, what type of positive reinforcement do we do? Um, we use like dog treats or chicken. Like, you mean like what we give them? Yeah, and we also give them praise, right? Yes, lots of praise. <laughs> lots of energy too. Yeah, to let them know that they did a good job. Now we yeah. also though, will correct it, correct him when, yes. when he does a bad job, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we have a, a, well, mommy has a good friend who's a dog trainer and has helped us yeah. get started. Do you remember the name of the book that you read on dog training? <laughs> I think it was like perfect puppy in like seven days or something, something like that. Yeah, it's been more than seven days. And I don't <laughs> think we have a perfect puppy. Yet. No. Well, it was a really small dog that um the author was using as a reference, so <laughs> you know, big difference. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we we um when. The dog was really little, we had to, um, we really had to, whenever he got out of control, we'd have to use yeah. negative reinforcement and we'd hold him down so that he knew who was boss. Yes. And that was really important when he was little because now he's big and mm -hmm. we, I mean, I'm, I can hold him down, <laughs> but I don't know that you... Well, like, I, I'd, like, sit on him or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd pick yeah. him up anymore, but... But now he knows. If we go for a scholar, he knows. Yeah. That he's, he's being corrected. And then timeouts, too, right? Yeah. We'll timeouts sometime if he's getting ornery. So um, we, uh, we're trying to train him to be with the goats. Yes, now, that's the hardest yeah. for him. He lives with the goats, but yeah. not actually... Yeah, we have, um, I think we said last time that we kind of have a little separate area for him in our barn. Yeah. It's fenced off. Yeah, he's kind of like in a different pen than yeah. the goats are. And we let him out whenever, um, and the pen's a good size, but we let him out into the, the field whenever yeah. the goats are eating and everything in morning and night. Um, yeah, and, so he gets a lot of exercise. Yeah. And then the goats are out during the day and he's yeah. he's in his pen there. Now we do have a little bit of time that we have him with the goats. Which is the hardest time. Yeah. And now I, I have him in the morning and I let him out there with all the goats. And um, usually like at this age, he does just fine until it's time to for the goats to come in for the food. Then they start running and then he gets all yeah. wound up. Just about every day I have to um, kind of calm him down from that. But um, for just sitting, you know, he can pretty much just sit out there with the goats and be yeah. fine and everything. We, we want to work towards the, 
the idea of them living side by side and we don't want the goats to be afraid of them yeah yeah and when he gets older it settles down it's not going to be much of a problem but the goats yeah they they mellow out um i think it's when they're like two years old or something they're pretty docile um is there anything else that we train Uh, (laughs) well the cats we (laughs) well (laughs) kind of do the opposite of training with cats right (laughs) yeah i guess it's just we give them soft food at night that encourages them to come in on their own and yeah we lure them (laughs) we lure them into their safe space at night yeah into the garage but um yeah they're completely untrainable (laughs) i mean people can people do train cats i don't believe it i don't believe it no they do i think they were fooling themselves i think the cats have them trained (laughs) is what it is well some people can train them to do um you know, small things like walk on a leash. Um, you know, some people can train train their cats to do simple stuff like sit and, you know, spin or something simple like that. But it's not like they behave like a dog or anything. <laughs> it's not like that. I still wonder who's training who. <laughs> Maybe the cats are just tricking their owners into giving them treats. That's probably what it is. <laughs> well, it's probably the way the cats see it. Yes. And uh, how about uh, lizards? Do they even do any tricks, do they? <laughs> no, but some people do train their bearded dragons, um, their type of lizard, um, to walk on a leash. And, I mean, yeah, they can kind of walk decently, but not like a dog would walk next to you. It's just, some people just train them to walk on a leash so they can get their lizards some exercise in the backyard or something. And what about um, the most unruly animals of all, brothers? <laughs> any, <laughs> any hope in training those? Uh, candy, maybe? <laughs> yeah, you might think from listening to this podcast that there's no boys in this house other than me because it seems like Chloe does all the work around here, but <laughs> there are actually two boys as well. And uh, they help out a little. Well, when forced, sometimes it it takes a lot to get yes to do stuff. Maddie is in charge of cleaning the barn, which is he always likes to do it right when you're feeding the goats. For some reason, I mean, I'm telling him when I'm going to feed the goats, and he does it the minute I'm going to quit feed the goats. Jude, uh, he's supposed to have chores. I don't know. Well, he takes out the trash. I've seen him a few times. <laughs> yeah, he's, he calls uh, himself a big ball of nothing. <laughs> yes, that's his catchphrase, isn't it? <laughs> so I don't know. We still need to work on that. But so that's training goats. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of training because we're going into show season here in South Texas. Yes. So our first show um, with our new baby goats, which they're not really so much babies anymore. No, they're getting pretty big. Yes, but our first show will be um, in about six weeks. Wow. A little less, five weeks probably. So they've got a lot of eating to do between now and then. So we can get a bunch of 
that muscle on them, but it might be a slow start. But I think yes. once the season goes, I think they're going to be doing pretty darn good. So. Yeah, they're pretty nice looking goats. So. Yeah. So we'll keep everyone updated on that status. But other than that, we're just trying to make it through the hottest time of the summer here in South Texas. <laughs> it's like 100 degrees every day. Every day, at least 100 degrees. Mm -hmm. Now we are lucky in the sense that we're outside of the city of San Antonio. So like in San Antonio, like it's like the heat's like 105, 107, yeah. but we're up in the hill country a little bit, a little higher elevation. So we get sometimes even like a five degree cores, yeah. you know, difference. So um, lucky in comparison, but it's uh, still the hottest time of the year. Yep. Just means lots of water for the goats and lots of water for the kids. <laughs> I don't think I told you, but the other day um, I was out running and we used to have a UPS driver who <laughs> was very concerned wanted, wanted about me. My mom would call the ambulance on you. Yes. He was always delivering boxes to our house when I was out running and uh, he would pass me in the middle of the day and he was worried I was going to have a stroke or a heart attack or something. Um, but the other day, well, he retired, so he hasn't, he hasn't had that for about a year, but the other day I was running and the sheriff was driving through our neighborhood and he stopped to make sure I was okay. <laughs> it's like, I'm running, why, what, what is it? Like, why, how could I not be okay? I think I was laying on the ground. <laughs> then you can ask me if I wasn't okay, but, but I'm up on my feet. I'm not that old, <laughs> but we'll make it. All right, well, I think that is it for this uh, episode number three. Have anything else you want to add? No. So if you want to learn more about what we do at JB Racing Goats or how we get our goats to race, <laughs> you can visit our Instagram, JB Racing Goats, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash JB Racing Goats or jbracinggoats.com and uh, check out the latest news when we do have goats to sell. That's where we talk about it on our webpage and our Facebook. Um, we have our merchandise now, right? You can buy yeah. shirts and hats and stickers are coming up there soon. We have the stickers right here. We just need to get them up there on the yeah. website. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Um, I am Jeff Bertoft. I'm Chloe. And we hope you have a great week. Thank you. All right. <laughs>